in your ear. Podcast Network. Hello, this is Balls in Your Ear. We're the, back. We're back. I'm we're Josh Craig, and this guy, Josh Solo. You thought yeah. you got rid of us, but Josh Solo from the famous um, "Does It Suck Now" podcast, uh, and we're going to talk some football because the last time we were we had a, a show called Balls in Your Ear. The whole network was called Balls in Your Ear. It wasn't even a network. We just had a show. The Up in Your Ear Podcast Network was just a pipe dream. Uh, and we had a show that we did with Dan Avidan, who will be back. And um, and every, life just kind of got super busy. Funny enough, our final show, I don't know if you remember the solo, our final show was... Oh, what, what did happen? What did happen at our final show? The I, show I, before the Eagles beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Um, and we both survived. I felt, I felt really bad for... Um, our listening audience, especially the ones that would like write me really nice messages. And we're like, what's going on? Are you guys okay? For like weeks and months <laughs> afterwards. And and I had to be like, we are both alive. We just have not had the energy or time. Um, we we're just, it was really busy and crazy. And Dan was like, I think planning like a world tour or something like that. I don't know. Who knows what he was. Yeah. Doing. He's, he's the famous draw and he's got real famous stuff to do. So, right. You know, and Sol and I just got busy with like much more mundane, like life stuff uh yeah so we're back but here now it is flash forward three years the eagles have won a super bowl and we're already back to being disgruntled eagles fans yeah. um, <laughs> and they suck again <laughs> in fact we've had three different super bowl champions now since we last did a show uh in between the uh wait four fuck four no. different super bowl champions because the eagles and then the patriots beat the rams and then the chiefs beat san francisco yeah, so three. and now three. tampa has so beat um oh kansas is that city. three yeah it's three okay, kansas three. city yeah it, it was, it was new england much. again brady's sixth he's already on to his seventh right. and then it was you know kansas kansas city andy reed's first double mm-hmm. cheeseburger action and then obviously now we're back to full circle with tom brady dominating the world again which yeah. i guess we're all supposed to be okay with but that's fine I'm okay with that. I'm well, you know, according to a lot of people, like no matter how hideous your past is, if you just change your job, you are no longer accountable for the things that you did in your previous job. So um, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, we have a new Super Bowl champion and it's, well, we have a new team, but Tom Brady is still at the helm of this team. Still, can, still dominated by two expatriates, right. uh, particularly in the Super Bowl, which, you know, again, doesn't, I, I, if there's any solace to take from this, it's how stupid Bill Belichick looks right now. And you, <laughs> you rarely get to savor like an opportunity to really have the world point at Bill Belichick and laugh. So I'm enjoying that. I, you know, that that's all right. That's like, a, I'm, I'm curious. I'm withholding my judgment on Bill Belichick. And I'll tell you why the Patriots coffers were empty and they knew it. That's why they took a flyer on a, half broken cam newton for like two million dollars um it's why they it's why tom brady left because they had just uh years of actually not great drafting especially in offense and striking out at an absurd level at getting an impact playmaker for tom brady to have on offense who wasn't gronk with like four machine parts um you saw that tom brady got fed up with it and and i think 
I'm going to give the Patriots even a full other year to reboot themselves. And I want to see what they look like when they have like whatever Sam Darnold or Carson Wentz or fucking Nick Foles. If, if Belichick wants to be an <laughs> ultimate dick, can you imagine if Belichick got Nick Foles and then went to the Super Bowl with him and beat the Buccaneers next year? Would that be I like, would the league melt? My, my head <laughs> might literally explode if that happened. I, I might become like, like, I'm currently, I would call myself like an agnostic but I might become a firm believer but in something at that Nick point. Nick Foles is not a Belichick quarterback. I, I don't. All right. And that's, that's the other question is, has there, has there ever been, I mean, at this point, there has never been another Belichick quarterback with the exception of Bledsoe, Bledsoe which he did all right with. Yeah. He groomed Jimmy G, ago. that handsome man. Uh, Jacoby Brissett. <sighs> Jimmy G, who's now basically about careers. to get cut from San Francisco. Yeah. Matt Correct. Castle, who flamed out in where? Kansas City, right? Or uh, So he's, he's groomed a bunch of mid-level failures. So That he got he really, high draft picks for. <laughs> that he got high draft. I mean, look, not as good as the, the picks that the Eagles brass seems to get for their mid-level quarterbacks. I'll be yeah, honest we'll about that. Um, okay. A lot to talk about. So let's talk Super Bowl real quick. Let's just talk about it. It, it wasn't the most exciting Super Bowl. I was saying that the most notable plays were incomplete passes that Patrick Mahomes threw from ridiculous positions into his receivers faces that they still couldn't catch. That was kind of the highlights of the, the and Tom Brady just, and the Tampa B defense just being brutally efficient. Kansas city was not ready to play that game. They were like, not on, on any, with, with any facet of, or any phase of the game, they were not ready. It was really sad. They, they thought, I think that they were just going to roll in there and do what they do. And, you know, their formula works. So we're just going to do our thing. And eventually Patrick Mahomes will pull something out and we'll win this game and, you know, wipe our hands and we're done. And that's not how you beat Tom Brady. I will that's, say, but here's the thing. If Patrick Mahomes is fully healthy and even like one or two other offensive linemen are healthy, that, that might be all you need. Cause I, and you know, I've said this many times, Andy Reed's entire existence as a football philosopher, coach, teacher, everything is to make a system that guarantees if everybody does their job, you're going to win 65 to 70% of your games. And that gives you a good chance every time you make the playoffs of maybe you can win three in a row, right? The problem has been he's never had a transcendent singular player who could make up for the times he sucks to maybe take that 65, 70% and make it 75, 80%, which is what Patrick Mahomes does. However, Patrick Mahomes was coming off a possible high ankle sprain and a definite fucking concussion like three weeks ago. And, and and a turf toe that he's having surgery on tomorrow. Oh, that was it. it was, oh, sorry, not the yeah, high ankle. No, and, no, it's, and a it's a high ankle. And oh, it's okay. high ankle. Like, he's, and the turf he's toe. banged up. Yeah. Like, he was legitimately banged up. So I've never seen a player give up on his team that I wasn't mad at before until the Super Bowl when it was it was the two plays in a row. It was the the parallel to the ground laser beam that he threw that hit a receiver in the face and he dropped. That was, and then it was the no look falling backwards corner of the end zone pass. That was just like six inches too far out of bounds. And he just the looked first like one was, I believe it was uh, what's his name? Daryl Williams, the third running back. Yeah. When he's standing on the goal line and mm-hmm. he jumps up and it goes through his hands and yes. it would have stuck in the gap in his face mask. If Mahomes threw it just a little bit harder. 
Well, some uh, writer, one of the writers I was reading suggested that maybe that's what Mahomes will have to add to his skill set next year is just sticking the ball into his receiver. Like maybe they'll widen the receiver's face mask a little bit and Mahomes can just fire it right in there. Yeah, but if there's one thing I hope Mahomes has learned from this game, and it's tough to learn this from one game, believe me, is that when, when you're you know. a key, I know from watching an obscene amount of football is when your offensive line is letting you down and the, and, and the play calls are banking on your shoddy offensive line to suddenly turn it around. You as a quarterback need to take charge and start to call protections and change plays and make sure you just don't get your ass kicked. And I don't know if Mahomes doesn't have the leverage to do that with, with Andy, cause he's still basically his third year or he just didn't want to do it. But there were so many plays where he, he was dropped, you know, the, 35 <laughs> step drops to try and find an open guy on these like low, slow developing deep pass routes. And at some point you have to be like, no man, like flats, ins, outs to the backs. Like we're changing the game plan. It needs to happen now. Andy, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it. Tom yeah, Brady would do it. Uh, that so, is an interesting point. Like, um, uh, you know, I was saying, I always forget their names, White and Davis, I think, 45 and 54 on um, the two linebackers on Tampa. One of them might be a safety, but he plays in the box all the time. Those guys are really, really fucking good defensive players. They're two impact players, not even including the defensive linemen that Tampa has that are impact players. And I feel like the counter to having a shitty offensive line is having Travis Kelsey eating up the middle of the field, but he did not eat up the middle of the field. And I think it was because of, I think it was Davis is his name and white. The linebackers were just, they're just too good. And they're too good sideline to sideline to let Kelsey get all his spots quickly. And the pass rush was too good to let Kelsey get up the seam. And, and that was it. They just said, okay, like, you know, yeah, but how gonna- many times did you see Mahomes like his bread and butter stuff, like hit, um, you know, Tyreek Hill or Miko Hardman on like a five yard rub slant or mm-hmm. you know like hit edwards hilaire on a flat or like any that's of these, not really any what they do points. that's kind of what i'm saying kelsey yeah. does all that work because all their their receivers get a lot of work on like long what do you call them like drag routes where where the receiver kind of it's not a slant but they kind of run at an angle but then they curl that not curl but they kind of run east west west you know sideline to sideline long routes which again take protection like you were talking about there's even though they're short passes they're long developing short passes and they they just didn't have it where were the slants that's the question i was asking too where were the quick slants i i didn't see i don't know maybe i i at that point maybe i'm only remembering like the the stupid plays where mahomes would drop back 30 yards to throw it for 10 yards but i just i didn't see a whole lot of like three-step drops I didn't see, I, I hardly saw any screens. Isn't Andy Reid king of screens? Didn't he teach? Yes. You know, the, the league had to, had to develop a screen. Where were all, now, granted, in the beginning of the game, I remember this, that um, your boys, 50, 54 and 45, just absolutely, completely book read and blew up like mm-hmm. two or three third down screens in a row. Yes. Which was, you know, at that point, you're like, I guess I'm not going to call this again. But I want the rebirth of the linebacker. I miss linebackers that could just fuck up an offense and they've they've been out of style for a long time because the everybody went for the like super athletic tight end thing to just make linebackers kind of and crazy fast running backs that they can't possibly keep up with 
Right. So, I want I want more linebackers. I, I hope there's a whole generation of linebackers coming up that are just going to wreck shit and make the whole league adjust again because I think it's their turn. I'm excited about that. <laughs> I don't. Uh, speaking of linebackers, what happened to Kansas City's defense? Like they just lost their mind. I mean, I I know that on paper they're technically not as good as the Bucks, but that like they they just they lost it. They mentally just Matthew, broke down. Matthew definitely lost his cool in a way I hadn't seen him do since he was a young buck. And, uh, and not even just at Brady at his teammates. Um, I felt like Frank Clark had a good game. They got to Brady a couple of times, not a lot, but they got enough that, that if Mahomes and the offense have a normal chiefs game that they win. Um, it was just like, so here's my question for you. Cause you brought up something I thought was interesting. You said they just didn't have it from jump. Can you remember like what kind of games did you ever just, turn on and you felt the vibe or you woke up that morning uh and you just thought like team x is just fucked today it's just not there i can feel it in the air <laughs> um I, I mean like what most games with jacksonville and or cleveland no, no, i mean like a special like a big game like for instance the when the eagles played tampa bay in the championship game the last time tampa bay won the super bowl oh, and yeah. i remember the whole week i was it super was, nervous that whole game because you know why they all of Philadelphia made such a big deal out of, Oh, if the temperature is less, if it temperatures right. below freezing, say. temperatures below freezing, the Eagles have never lost. No, Tampa. Tampa's never won. Tampa, Tampa's, Tampa's never, never won. won, whatever yeah. it was. It was like, it was all about freezing. And then throughout the day, like people watched the temperature climb and watched it climb and watched it climb. And then by game time, I think it was like 40 degrees or 45 yeah, it degrees. Was balmy. And everybody's like, fuck. Well, that's, I all right, feeling, that's all right. <laughs> I remember feeling so confident about that game up until the morning that, of the game. And I woke up and I, and, my, and I just had this pit in my stomach and it wasn't confidence anymore. And sometimes you just see it. I remember like. Uh, you know, games I knew from jump, though, was yeah. um, the, uh, the Carolina game, like from the first quarter. I remember that speaking of Eagles, NFC championship game misfires. Like I, like after the first two or three series, when McNabb was just rifling passes at Pinkston thrash, they're the same guy now. So it's Pinkston. You're just like rifling passes at them and they were going through their hands or they were like alligator arms in them and they're dropping them or they're getting like leveled, trying to like get off coverage. And you're just like, my God, they can't do anything. Like they can't, they can't even like pretend like they're open. I was like, there's this been game's quite over. a few Super Bowls like that too. I feel like the obviously the um, the Seattle Denver Super Bowl oh, God, famous the, the um, snap. The snap over Peyton Manning's yeah. head. But you just felt like it wasn't just that that play itself was like, oh, the game's over. It was like this team is not going to recover from this. You could just see that they didn't have it that day. Um, and you've seen a couple of times the Giants and the Ravens Super Bowl. Oh yeah. Um, the giants just running for life. Yeah. The giants looked like they were like a deer in headlights from the jump in that game. And it's just, it's especially weird when the, uh, the bills, uh, Cowboys, Super Bowls. It's especially weird when you have ostensibly the two best teams in the league, or at least two of the four best teams in the league at worst. And one team is that outclassed on that day. It's just always weird to see at the chargers, 49ers, Super Bowl back in the nineties. There's just been a few that, you know, it just looks looks like it's off, and then you you counter that with the famous Atlanta Falcons, San Francisco, uh, New England Patriots Super Bowl, where we were like dancing on Tom Brady's grave, and or, he's since won three or four there, Super Bowls. There, look, we've been fortunate to witness a lot of great Super Bowls. I I yeah. thought the um, 
I thought the Ravens Niners Super Bowl was amazing. It was really good. I thought that one you just mentioned, obviously enough time has gone by where it, wow, God, that was awful to watch at, in the moment, but that's okay. That was the Falcons. Very, yeah. The Falcons. Sorry, Atlanta fans. Really, really the only clanker in the last 10 years, even may have been the, the Rams Patriots, which was just like, a that was really boring. I mean, and and this one was pretty bad too, for obvious. Yeah, and the Denver, the the previous mentioned Denver, Seattle. Okay, so one. Those thirty percent. Really if if I get seventy percent good Super Bowls, I'm doing all right with that. But yeah. yeah, I bet you any of our listeners who are who are like in their twenties maybe don't wouldn't know this because you guys have grown up with really great Super Bowls. But before the really before the first. Patriots Super Bowl, the the Patriots Rams Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, there was not a lot of good Super Bowls. Like we grew up with blowouts. In, I, in think, the I think I had only errors. seen three great Super Bowls in my whole life. It was the San Francisco Cincinnati late 80s one. When I first started watching, that was the first yep. good one. The the Bills Giants was good. Wide red. Like yep. Steelers Cowboys, the Neil O'Donnell throwing two interceptions was a really good game. That was a good game. Uh, the first Denver Super Bowl in the nineties. <laughs> there was and another the, Steelers. There was like the uh, the nineties Steelers. Brett Favre. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Steelers Packers. That one. Yeah. That, Steelers, yeah. No, uh, no. 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 I'm. I, I was thinking a different thing. Sorry. Yeah, uh, like so anyway, five or six maybe good Super Bowls over the first like twenty something years of our lives, and in the next twenty years we've had like you know like fifteen good Super Bowls. It's including. Uh, the two that I think are the best, maybe you, I would have to say three, which is the the first for me would be the Eagles Patriots. And then, which, you know, has the most yards in the history of the NFL games ever. Um, and came down to the last play. You have the, um, the Arizona uh, Pittsburgh Super Bowl, oh, which had Antonio two of the, in the corner of the end right, zone, two yeah, of the I'm greatest right. plays in Super Bowl history in a one score game. Uh, you had the Jerome Harrison hundred yard touchdown interception to end the half. And then you had, Santonio Holmes was toe tap touchdown to end the game. And then you had the, the helmet catch game, which as much oh, as I was furious, cool. it's a fucking incredible game. The giants Patriots who roll. And then you actually have like a couple of the Patriots Panthers was good. The, um, the Patriots Rams was good. The, the, the Rams Titans was good. There was really good super bowls. The, the Patriots Seahawks was good. I keep saying Patriots. This was um, all. Well, well yeah, because it was six of the last 20 where the Patriots yeah. was obscene. It is obscene. But, what was your favorite um, ridiculous Tom Brady stat of the two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl? Uh, what, was it the George Blanda stat or was it the, was no, you know what? My favorite stat that I think Tony Romo might have said, I don't know, 20,000 times during the, during the broadcast of the game. Had a rough night. Oh, it, it wasn't, oh, it wasn't Tony Romo. It may have been Jim Nance. Maybe they both jumped also on it. Also had a rough night. Also had a rough night. But Patrick Mahomes until that game, as a professional had never lost by double digits. Not even just as a professional. Oh no, no, just you're never? right. Cause in college, no, yeah, no, in, in college, college I'm sure at Texas yeah. tech, but yeah, as a professional. Yeah. Yeah. As a professional, he, in three years, he had never lost by double digits before the super bowl. That's who won. Yeah. That's crazy. Had, had never failed to score over 20 also. Yeah. Like that's I mean, wow. That's not a Tom Brady stat unless you're saying it's amazing that Tom Brady. Was no, 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 no. I, 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 I totally sidestepped the Tom Brady okay. stat thing and just gave you a stat <laughs> I wanted to throw out there. That that and the fact that Tom Brady, I don't know what, what stat he's, uh, 
exactly one year and three months older than me. <laughs> and and how many Super Bowl rings do you have? I don't know. I not as many as seven. Shout so, out to um, Shady McCoy for taking a picture of a selfie of himself smoking a cigar in the locker oh, room after another winning a game amazing game and play Yeah, no, Shady McCoy. This is a fantastic stat. Mr. LaShawn McCoy himself has won back-to-back Super Bowls, both of which he's not played one second in. Was he on the Chiefs last year? Yes, he was. That's incredible. He has two Super Bowl rings. He didn't play one second in either Super Bowl, (laughs) finally. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, All right, so now, so, okay, so the Super Bowl's over. We're moving on to next year. What are you looking forward to this offseason? Oh, I just the, the the Carson Wentz Band-Aid either being ripped off or super glued on my myself for for the next like either or just decide just just get him out or keep him here and lock him down and I just want to be done with it. I don't want this poor coach who I have so little faith in to begin with to have to Sarah deal with that. Kamuchi, I honestly don't know his name. I it's it's Nick. it's Sirianni. It's Nick Sirianni. I call him Systems. Systems Sirianni. I'll just call him is, Systems too. He's screwed. Uh, if this is like the prevailing drama going into the season, he what is. What Solo is talking about is the new Eagles coach's uh, debut press conference was a disaster. <laughs> to say it, at least that, that's being generous is to call. He, he is. He was clearly nervous and was not ready to like handle even like softball if questions you, you have, from the if press. You have the systems. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna put the systems in the place. And if you have yeah. the systems, then you don't have to think about it. And then just you do the systems, and then you're gonna have success. So it's Nick, systems. We're Nick, gonna have, listen. We're gonna have I'm systems. gonna tell you something, Nick. This is all you guys say. <laughs> we're gonna make sure we get the right plays for the right players, and then we're gonna win football games. That sounds a hell of a lot you. like an Andy Reid thing to Thank say. You. I, I, gotta, I, I love the put, way Andy handled the I got to put my players in a position to win the games. That's on yeah. me. I yeah. got to do that. I, we're uh, going to try and be better coaches than the other team, and we're going to try and have better players than the other team, and we're going to try and make sure our players play well together better than the other team. So Bruce Arians, let's can we go back to the Super Bowl, talk about Bruce Arians. His mom sure? was there. I love I that. Know. His mom was there in the most dangerous fucking Florida environment of all time for old people. Bruce, I, and he's uh, – <laughs> I am 95. so happy that he got a Super Bowl ring because I, I mean, like that dude, he's a he's a crazy good coach from what he I've really heard. Is. His players love him, and he's no nonsense, and he just loves drawing up crazy big play offenses. And he believed in Byron Leftwich, by the way, who I've always really liked. But Byron Leftwich enough to make that guy like his quarterbacks coach, offensive, and, and now offense coordinator. Yeah, and probably should be. A, well, he had a hell of a. Bruce Arians has always been part of or put together incredible coaching staffs and Todd Bowles. So just, I always think it's amazing when you're a team as shitty as the jets, right. Or the, or the lions or Cleveland or any of those historically shit franchises. If you get a coach who's not bad, (laughs) like stick with that guy, the giants were so ready to get rid of, I mean, the, um, Jets, Lions, the The Lions Lions were so ready to get rid of Jim Caldwell. And all they've done is win half as many games per season as Caldwell was winning for them for the last four years. The 
the Jets were so ready to get rid of Todd Bowles after he was putting together a culture there. And all he's done is become a brilliant defensive coach. Like he always was. And he also uh, built one of the crazy, like one of the best league defenses. He just had also conversely, one of the worst league offenses for the whole time he was yeah. there. Like it wasn't his fault. Like but that's had, what I'm saying. The Jets yeah. had something and they got rid of it to have nothing. And if you're a shitty franchise and you have a coach that brings you something roll with that, they did the same, like they rolled with Rex Ryan for how many years And he was the same thing, but I actually thought like, just stick with it. Almost like what the Raiders are doing. It almost makes me think that the Raiders are doing the right thing with John Gruden, which is just like, fuck it. 10 years, bro. Whatever. If it doesn't work, we're we're not going to be any better anyway. By this logic, by this logic, I will ask you, um, should a team that is three years removed from winning a Super Bowl stick with the coach that got them there? I, I, I've, I've told you this, you know, you, me and Dan have a long-standing text thread that is 95% football related. And I would have given Doug an extra year and I would have considered giving Carson an extra year too, if they do get rid of him. But the only thing that makes me hesitant on that is this thing that I, I, am I buying the Kool-Aid? I think there's a chance that the Eagles are not lying when they say that Doug Peterson's plan to fix everything was terrible because it was just, we're going to bring guys up who are already in the, on the, on the front in the team. And somehow everything's going to be fixed by doing the same thing over again, which we know the owner hates. The other thing is can't bridge that gap. This is my problem. So let's say Doug goes into that meeting saying that, right. And, and Howie and, and Jeff look at each other and they're like, nah, bro, that's not, that's not what we have in mind. Like you can't sit down with this guy that won you a Super Bowl three years ago that like you handpicked brought in and everybody was like, what are you doing? And like, he, like you're a historically good coach. You can't hash it out with that guy. If that's the difference. I wonder, so this is what I wonder, because if we take emotions out of it, because we don't know the emotions, we don't know the emotions of owner Jeffrey Lurie, general manager, Howie Roseman, and coach Doug Peterson. We don't know their emotional state of their relation, of their working relationship at this point. So I'm just going to take that out of it and say, if, if Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman said to him, we don't like this plan, we would like to keep you, but we want to hire a stronger staff underneath you. And we think that this is going to be better in the long run for everybody, including for you. And if they said that and Doug said, I refuse to do that, then I, then I get that you get rid of him. Like it, it, it sucks. And I don't think it necessarily means that they're, they're doing the right thing with the coach they hired. There were other coaches I was excited about, but I'm going to add, I did not want Doug Peterson in the first place and he won a Super Bowl. And I was, and I was crowing about Chip Kelly for two years saying how they were going to win multiple Super Bowls with him. So I was, so what the fuck do I know? So I have questions for you. I don't want this to be too Eagle centric, okay, but, okay. but we'll start, but I'm going to name some franchises that are looking at quarterbacks. And I want you to tell me who you think their starting quarterback is next year. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. I'll give you this an easy one. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Uh, Number one pick in the draft. Yeah. It's going to be, um, what's his face? Long hair, handsome Lawrence. kid. Clemson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lawrence. All right. Jets. The Jets will have Sam Darnold will be the starting quarterback of the Jets. I like it. I think Joe Douglas maybe believes yeah. in Sam Darnold. No, no. I think the kid's got talent enough to be a serviceable quarterback in the NFL. If you're trying to like build around him and you don't want to necessarily invest in a crazy high price free agent after the prices that are, looks like they're going to be set this year. Right. So, or, and okay. you're not going to start. I still think they draft a quarterback, but I think Sam Darnold is the starting quarterback. Okay. Interesting. Um, what about, uh, New England? 
That's a good question. Um, wow. New England. Who's going to go to New England? It's not going to be Carson Wentz. It's not going to be Nick Foles. Um, God, you know what? It would be crazy if uh, Garop. All right, how about this? Garoppolo goes back to New England. Okay. okay. All right. I got um, another one for you. Houston. Houston. Uh, it's going to be Deshaun Watson. They're staying. The coach that went there is on record as being like, I came here. I don't know this guy's name, but he's like, I came here because Deshaun Watson is the starting quarterback. And okay. everybody's like, but you know, he kind of wants to, he's like, I came here because right. Deshaun Watson is the starting quarterback. I want to keep my job. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco, San Francisco. That could be a potential landing spot for Carson, but I think it is going to be, uh, at least in the starter in week one, who's, who's the kid? The, um, is it, yeah, I think think it's Nick Mullins. I do. Okay. Um, and wait, I'm trying to think what, Oh, Carolina. You don't think it's, you don't think touchdown Teddy is, is starting caliber. Do you think he's coming back? Yeah, I I do. Okay. And, but okay. So like Justin Fields has to go somewhere though. Right. So that's when you go to like the jets or does he go to, well, that would be the, the big thing for the draft will be, will the Jets stay with Darnold, like re-up him, because I think they'd have to re-up him, or, and, and trade down or use that pick for Fields. And then isn't there a third QB? I, I am like... Wolf. There's another one, but I don't know college. We really yeah. need Dan for that one. We'll talk draft later. Okay, yeah. so, we, so you have some quarterback movement, not as, uh, not as much maybe as other people do, but... I still think Carson goes somewhere. I is, just don't, in, is Carson Wentz in Chicago? By, by the next, by I feel next like week. if he was going to go to Chicago, he would. That this trade would have happened by now. I feel like something went wrong with okay. this trade. There's rumors that teams are leaking like information to force the price down, which is something that Howie Roseman is notorious for doing to other teams when he's trading <laughs> with them. Uh, so oh, you know, Howie. little comeuppance for for Howie Roseman there. Wow. Um, that's what happens. Um, uh, look, man, it's dirty, dirty tricks get dirty tricks in return. If that's like, like you got to respect the, the game. Dirty deeds and they're done dirt cheap. That's what yeah, I heard. That's how the saying goes. Uh, okay. So can uh, everybody's going to pick the rematch? Cause that's the thing. What's the weird Super Bowl that you could actually see happening next year? The weird Super Bowl. Because everybody I always see. picks like I could Kansas City and Tampa are the best teams, so they'll be the best teams next year, which is almost yeah. Never but like, which teams are like not quite on the cusp? But it's yeah. like weird, but not weird. Like I don't know. I feel that Seattle, for no reason, had a terrible defense this year that was their liability. I mean, I know they lost. Um, they didn't have enough good players. That would be the reason. That they yeah, I mean, that'd be defense. enough reason. But it's still, <laughs> I don't know. They were like bad. Like their defense yeah. was bad. Bad. And Rumors Russell, that Russell wants out. Oh, wow. I mean, that's crazy, too. All right, I'm just spitballing here. I'm not saying that Seattle's going to do anything. I'm, I'm, I'm stalling as I think through all of the all teams right. in the NFC. I'm buying and, a lot of Ram stock right now. Oh, you are? With, and, and just I, you love to... Stafford for some reason. Because I don't, he's awesome. You mean, you mean, and this is the most hilarious headline I saw from that whole thing. Matt Stafford, more like Stat Padford. <laughs> <laughs> I just think here's the deal. I think Stafford has been um, unfairly maligned. I think he's a really good player, and I think that Jared Goff fucking sucks. 
I think Jared he never Goff got sucks. past the first round of the playoffs with possibly the best wide receiver of all time. Okay, I've heard this argument. So, Tell me, okay, what Super Bowl winning teams have in the last twenty years you can think of had elite top five wide receiver? Ah, uh, and uh, in the last twenty years, okay. Um, in that season, yeah, it's really popping out of your head, isn't it? Well, hold on, I've got to like go back twenty years, and like I was None just of thinking these Patriots about- teams that won. In fact, the best the best receiving year the Patriots ever had, they lost the Super Bowl. That's true. Uh, the the Julio Jones lost what? the Super Bowl. Terrell Owens lost the Super Bowl. You could say Marvin Harrison, but he had Peyton Manning and Reggie Wayne. So you could say you could say Marvin. Yeah. Um, and you could go back to Isaac Bruce. They won. And that was in oh. 2000. So uh, I'm just saying that elite receivers are luxury items. And mo- okay. the vast majority of teams that win Super Bowls do not have elite receivers. So just saying Stafford had Megatron when the defense, the organization, the offensive line, the running game, when everything else was shit. And you're saying, well, fuck, he had one good player was- to play with. Uh, look, I remember and the they made the playoffs games. twice. Matt Stafford has taken the Detroit Lions to the playoffs twice in modern times. Name somebody else who's done that. Wait, are you all excited because it's the Detroit Lions? Because they're is that a, what you're saying? Like they're the like I, third worst I, franchise in the history of the sport. I, but so it doesn't matter. It's it's a year to year thing. Like you could say that randomly. I, I could be look, dude. I could get so excited because Blake Bortles, Blake Bortles took Jacksonville to the playoffs. But he didn't. So, it's different because he took it. Blake Bortles did not take Jacksonville to the playoffs. Jacksonville's incredible defense took them to the playoffs, and Leonard Fournette giving his body up for science. Oh took no, them to man! The playoffs. Blake Bortles, for the record, had an amazing year that year. And what was that like? The his pass for the first down, like all shone right. through whoever's receiver. You're saying that a was. quarterback having a good year with a million talent around him is the same thing as and a quarterback Detroit, having great years way, with no in talent that, around those him. Those eras had great deep. Not, I mean, not like they had league, shit defenses, they and they went ten years without a hundred yard back. They went ten years without a running back getting a hundred yards. At least ten years. I'm underselling it. Rams, Stafford, Rams, Browns next year. Fucking write that. Write that that down. Rams, Browns, Rams, Browns, Rams, Browns. Browns. Right now. Okay. First of all, the Browns is not on a limb because everybody loves the Browns, and the Browns are actually legit good right now. Anytime you pick the Browns, it's on a limb. limb. I mean, that's like me being like, the Bills are going to be in the Super Bowl next year. Okay. Like, you're like, yeah, I know it twists your brain a little bit, but you're like, no, they're actually legitimately good this year. <laughs> so that's not a stretch. Like a stretch would be like Jacksonville bounces back with a rookie quarterback and makes it to the Super Bowl. Or like well, Houston all crazy. of a sudden just to like gets its shit together and starts winning games. I like or, Houston as a pick. I like yeah, that. Houston, um, I like Houston. There's some more, there's more teams in the AFC. I feel like they could just come out of the woodwork and just like go on a 10 game hot streak and make it the Super Bowl. The NFC, I feel like is pretty hardcore divided by talent right now. Here's what um, I want. I want some team to have both Ryan Fitzpatrick and Nick Foles on their roster and to just rotate them randomly into in and out of football games. <laughs> watch well, them fuck them around both, and win eight games. You put them both on the field at the same time and watch oh, them yeah. just melt down. Just be like, let oh Fitz play God, running back what? sometimes. <laughs> yeah, let Fitz play running back. They're just throwing it back and forth. What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> they, do like, they do the wild cat. Just go inside <laughs> to side, back and forth. <laughs> I want, I want some team to do that. That's minus 10, minus Denver. 20, minus I'm 30. I'm looking at you, minus Denver. 20. Minus 50 downfield touchdown. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Denver. You got Denver is exactly the team to do it. 
uh, mile high air. Let them just airball fucking ducks in the air. Uh, John Elway, whoever, John Lynch. No, it's not John Lynch anymore. John Elway. John Elway. Uh, if you're listening to our podcast, <laughs> please go get those guys. They'll be go cheap. Go get Nick Foles and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Don't get any other quarterbacks on your roster. And just what you do is whenever one starts playing bad, you just you just act, tell him to act like he's hurt and the other one comes in and plays great and until he stops and then you act series. like he hurts. Drive to drive. Like they've yeah. been both ready all game. It, it can yeah. be play to play. I don't give a shit. Let's <laughs> play just, to play. I want them both out there. That was a rough throw, Ryan. Get out of there. Nick, you're in. <laughs> and if you want to get Jameis on this team too, let's just go full full. Ooh, air okay, balls. so question for you. Who's the starting quarterback of the Saints next year? Taysom Hill. Really? You think so? He's starting yeah, quarterback. I think so <laughs> they're gonna run. They're gonna try to run like a Baltimore offense with Taysom. I think Gary Payton's gonna. I'm Gary Payton. I said Gary. Gary Payton. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sean Payton. I love you, Gary Payton. The glove. Sean Payton is going to try and pull what Belichick tried to pull this year, which is just like fuck it. Let's just run a single wing and see if we can do it. <laughs> we get three yards in every play. That's a watch. Win. Michael Thomas become not elite anymore, real quick. Um, all right, that was fun, Solo. I think we covered enough for the first uh, episode we back. We ranted effectively. We, we, we ranted effectively. We, we will, as usual, we went too deep in the Eagles. But Carson Wentz was news, and it's it important. It is news. Uh, Post-Super Bowl. Congratulations, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the yeah. fans. Florida, stay safe. You guys look like assholes with your masks off partying, but you're it certainly not the only ones. It doesn't do any good ones. if it's on your chin, people. Keep yeah, the mask a chin on your diaper. face. And Wear nose like is a Andy part Reed. of the... Throw some, throw some beef jerky in there. Andy Reid had a feed bag on. I don't know what that was. <laughs> that was oh, I loved it. Andy Reid, right. I, I want to see, will somebody please do a photo progression of Andy Reid's like uh, safety gear throughout the year? Because for a while he just had like the, he couldn't figure out what to do with the, with the microphone. And he was like doing and weird the shield. things with that. He had the face shield. And then he had and the, the shield, shield, which would just up. get all con- uh, fucked up <laughs> condensation all over it and you couldn't see anything yeah. and and then he went for like some kind of combos of that and he did the double mask for a while and then he had like this feedback mask that he also tucked the microphone into um, but it was, hey look Andy Reid didn't didn't catch COVID to the best of my knowledge and I did so Andy Reid's doing something right <laughs> true that yeah. yeah. so what do we know alright so we're back so here's the plan balls in your ears listeners um, we will we will not do football weekly up until probably until the season, but we're going to do the normal free agency drafting big some kind of big news thing. Dan is planning on rejoining us in March, he says. So we're so going to we'll do a draft. We'll do a draft. We'll do a pre and post draft. We'll do a free agency one. We'll do like a, maybe a check in over the summer, and then then we'll start kicking it into gear come you know August when when it's really time to get into game shape and we're also and i'm sure solo will join us sometimes we're adding another host frank frank the tank uh he doesn't really go by that i just called him that no he absolutely um, goes by that yeah he, does. <laughs> he um, loves it <laughs> frank who is a very funny uh friend of ours who watches more nba basketball and college basketball than any human being i've ever met he like i don't think he sleeps he's a parent he's a lawyer uh and i think he mostly um stays up watching like west coast basketball games that's how he spends most of his existence and drinking beer that's uh, a good intro yeah that's frank is really intro. funny frank um i'm gonna bring this up when we record our nba podcast so we're gonna do that one later this week i think tomorrow night we're recording that wednesday night sorry wherever you're hearing this wednesday night we're recording the nba one frank and i'll do like weekly-ish nba episodes through the rest of the season and um 
I'm going to mercilessly bitch at Frank for when we all used to play basketball together, he would wear a watch during games for years <laughs> and would like smack people with it and just would not stop. And it took a long time to get him to stop. So I'm just going to constantly bring up how he wore a watch all the time during our pickup games. So are, are we allowed to cross promote um, my other podcast? Or Do I have another podcast? Oh yeah. The, <laughs> does it suck now? Yeah. Talk about yes. it. So yeah. I'm, all right. I do want to promote uh, the, my other podcast, which is a fun movie talk podcast called Does It Suck Now, where we, uh, we look at movies that we loved in our youth, or maybe we didn't, and we look at it through a 2020-2021 lens to try to discern, determine if it sucks it now. Suck now. It's a great podcast. Uh, Your next fun. episode is going to be about what? Well, I mean, we did a, uh, we did a special this last episode, so it's not going to apply. But we, Yeah, we that's debated, what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's currently we, almost out. We debated which was a better film, a Sophie's Choice style argument between Aliens or Predator, which I know is impossible, but we figured it out. Uh, normally, we just take one movie and we figure out if it sucks now. So It was a special episode. It's really special. funny. I've already heard it because I'm the one editing it, and it's funny. Uh, so that's coming out. We have so many other podcasts. We have, um, we have three things. We have Contiki, which uh, lots of great uh, movie guests talk about their favorite movies. We I, have, I've heard uh, high school high or high school what video, is it? video high. Video also, high, they fun. do the worst movies you've ever heard of, and they're really funny. And they talk about them. Lots of movies with like terrible laser and and, and Goons three things is is very three good things too. with oh, Mike yeah. Gino from and yeah. and uh, Maggie from uh, Mike from Does It Suck Now also, and we have lots of lots of and now we have up in your we have. Uh, balls in your ear and the up in your podcast network is doing fun things so thank you for listening everybody listen to the other shows they're all great and uh stay tuned there will be an nba podcast coming a day or two after this one drops uh with frank who's really fun you want to say goodbye to the people solo goodbye people thanks for listening all network.